Hey everybody, it's Robert with Mentors for Military. If you haven't already listened to episodes 355 and 356 with Command Sergeant Major Brett Johnson, the Regimental Sergeant Major of the 75th Ranger Regiment, head over and listen to those now. And now for episode 357. Previously on Mentors for Military. Every day when I come to work as the 75th Ranger Regiment uh, Command Sergeant Major, there's like 3,600 people that I, I don't want to let down. That, that's how I feel when I, when, my, when I get out of bed and I put my boots on the ground, my feet on the ground, and, and I'm, I'm walking into work every day. Um, that's how I feel. There's a, there's a professional anxiety of, hey, there's, all, there's 10 million things that, that I could do. Here are the commander's priorities. Here's what I have to say no to. Here's what I probably should follow up on. And I have to do all this uh, for the 75th Ranger. I mean, it, it's, it has been an incredible ride. Uh, I probably got a year left. Never be here again, other than in spirit and some picture on a wall. And somebody won't remember me a long time ago. Oh, I'm but, sure they will. But that's okay. <laughs> that's okay, right? It's uh, it's about the young guys that are that carry the torch. So I, I don't care if they remember me or not. But what I care about is is that you know legacy is things that you leave behind. So I, my, I don't want my legacy to be like I remember Brett Johnson, the command sergeant major. I want people to remember like how they were treated and how they were led, and what right looked like. And if they completely forget who, who I was, but if they remember that like that's how I led them and that's how I want them to lead, I'm okay with that. I, I want people who want to be here, and they should want to be here because they have phenomenal leaders that that they want to emulate and be like. I know it's out every place and all the time, but that's that's my thing. I tell them like, hey, if your enlistment's three years, four years, five years, whatever it is, I don't care. Uh, what I care about is that when you show up every day, you're all in. You're all in whether we're uh, doing a family brief, whether we're doing a podcast, whether we're uh, you know going to the range, whether we're doing PT, whether you're leading PT. Be, be there. Be present. Be present in your life. There's too, there's too many distractions these days of phones and all these other things that people watch life pass by them. And it's like, man, you're, you're missing it. Live it, live it like you're doing today. So those are like my two my two things that I I I, I think about one one every day, and then you know how I my mental model what I do. Pre 9/11, now right. post 20 year war. That's right. That's right. Different armies, in a sense, maybe different regiment. That's the question everybody wants to know. What is yeah. what is regiment like in these two types of environment, and what's the concern yep. that we have about making sure um, you know we're doing the right things within the regiment here to prepare? So I'll start from the beginning and work my way left from left to right. So when I came in, it's about like now. So just like these young guys, uh, the heroes uh, were, were my leaders that I had. Some had not had any combat experience. My squad leader, Craig Bishop, didn't have any combat experience, but he was the greatest leader to emulate. And then some of the older guys were wearing some old scrolls from uh, like Ray Devins, uh, General Thomas, uh, and my platoon sergeant, and, and some other folks that had like jumped in a Panama 
like my first sergeant, who's, you know, Rick Merritt, PJ, Chuck Four, whatever it was, right? Um, and you and you looked up to those guys, and that, that's where we're at right now, uh, as our army. Uh, the the Ranger Regiment is ten thousand times better than what it was 20, 25 years ago. Uh, the special sauce is just hasn't changed. It's the people, right? Like you could take away the selection process. We're not going to, right? Uh, but like take people of like-minded character that like want to get better today than they were yesterday, put them all together. You're, you're going to have a great tight-knit organization. Um, but you, so you fast forward today, you know, for a young kid that's trying to come in the 75th Ranger Regiment that's out there. Uh, hey, but yeah, the, the war is over. The war is never over. As, as some of us that have served know that like um, there are still folks deployed in support of uh, our great nation that are doing God's work. Uh, and you want to do stuff like that? Come, come to the 75th Range Regiment. You'll find out. More to follow. Uh, go through our eight-week selection and I'll tell you more. Go get your clearance and I'll tell you even more. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah and and so, like, yeah, maybe, maybe I am that old guy now. I don't, some, you know, I don't feel like it. You don't look it either. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but uh, my job is to uh, pass on those lessons learned, those uh, the things that we've done over the last twenty years. Uh, how does that? How does that bridge into the next point to hawk, the next objective rhino? the next uh, Anaconda, the next Takugar, uh, you know, that, that's where, that's squarely where we sit. And, you know, what I will tell any, any leader that wants to listen, uh, you can take as many uh, radios, communication stuff, electronic warfare, blah, 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 the UAS. Like, uh, if you're not good at physical fitness, marksmanship, medical training, small unit tactics and mobility. If that's not your focus, like when it, when it comes to like whatever the nation's gonna ask us to do, we're not gonna be able to be what the nation asks us to be if we can't do those things. We're gonna develop other, you know, our, our nation's gonna develop phenomenal things, but uh, you see it in Ukraine right now, they're trench warfare, middle of the day, grinding it out. Shoot, move, communicate. Shoot, do all move, the things correct. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Save your buddy. Absolutely. Uh, and and so like for the parents out there, like oh man, you know the tip of the spear, Ranger Regiment. Why would I want to do that? Well, hey, hey, mom and dad, this is a place where uh, we don't we uh, we don't skip on training. Right. There, there's a saying that hey, amateurs do it till they get it right, and professionals do it till they can't get it wrong. That's that's like where the Ranger Regiment's at. That's where our team leaders and squad leaders are at. Like uh, those repetitions matter, but we're gonna, we're going to do it till we can't get it wrong, and then we're going to do it again. Right? That's that's where because it will matter. It will matter. It will matter. Uh, and, and and we put our money where our mouth is. Not just in the training aspect, but in our our uh, Ranger for Life program and our we have a Phalanx program. So uh, spiritually, physically. Uh, emotionally, uh, educationally, all those things are, are, are underneath a program that, Hey, uh, yeah, but I want little, little Johnny to go to school. We have a program for that. 
you're you're going to college. We have embedded people that are push you along the way. Hey, at the end of your four or five or first first tour or whatever, and you want to get out, we have a program that we don't want you to get out, right? We want you to stay ranger. But if you are going to get out, there the 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 folks that are out there around the United States, America, and abroad that are looking to uh, to hire rangers is great. But it's not just about hiring a ranger. Uh, it's about the mentorship of what I talked about previously. Hey, I, I don't, I don't want to let you down, and uh, I'm going to take care of you. And it, so it's not just the time in uniform. It's the time out of uniform that they uh, look after you, they mentor you, and then eventually you become a mentor. Right. There may be a young staff sergeant out there that mentors me when I get out on how to transition out of the Army because I'm I don't, hey, he's already done it. Yep, you're right. Who knows more about transition? Not me. <laughs> exactly. Right? That's why I'm not, you know, hey, we got a program for it, but I'm not in charge of it. I don't, I'll tell you what I'm done, right? Right. Uh, but yeah, it's, uh, this, this organization cares about its people when we talk about the Army, uh, you know, number one priority is people first. Uh, the regimental commander's number one priority is people first. Uh, I, I would say that we, we do that. We do that. Uh, we care for our folks. We put our money where our mouth is, not just in training, but a uh, home station as well. Uh, and and do the best we can every single day for America's sons and daughters in the 75th Range Regiment. That's what we, we do. There has been a toll because of the 20-year uh, war and everything that's placed on not only members that are still on active duty, but those that have transitioned. Mm-hmm. I know you guys have got some really great programs, and I'd love for you to share more about how the command is supporting that within the regiment, because there was a mm-hmm. stigma sure. uh, in the very early days across yeah. all of Army, right? Uh, but I think that's made a, a vast improvement. I think people are very curious to know how do you take care, much like you were just describing your yeah. soldiers. But then you may also give some insight, perhaps, into even some of those that transition out. Um, how they might be able to also find that sense of tribe and, and those things yeah. that you've, you've served well here within the regiment? Great, great question. We have what's called our holistic health assessment. So we think there's like this uh, teeter point of like, you know, at the platoon sergeant level where, so we're gonna, we're, you come back through our selection. So like as an enlisted guy, you, you come through RASP1, uh, you're a member of this organization, and then, uh, you know, we realized there wasn't another check, right? There wasn't a check on uh, you as a person, like from an enterprise perspective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in RASP, we, we just, uh, a couple of years ago, not, not me, I, it wasn't my idea. Uh, so we've got great people. We just implement uh, and iterate and make it better. We, we put in a holistic health assessment to, to like, so it's like no big deal. Uh, how do you destigmatize these things? It's like we're going to put it in our selection, and when you're coming through, you're going to go through our holistic health assessment. And it's not to weed you out. So, like, identify chinks in the armor so we can, you know, put you back in to hammer hammer them back out and get them a little bit better before we put you back in and to lead our rangers again. And it's no big deal. It's no big deal. Like, hey. Maybe we have to take you offline. Hey, you, you graduated the course, but maybe we have to take you offline for like six months to get to work some stuff out. We're not going to put you back through the course. We'll just make sure check and balances are good. Oil change, right? Tires rotated. Uh, and then put you, back, put you back out there and lead Ranger because our Rangers deserve the best leadership. So we're going to – we do that. And then you're going to go back again before you're a first sergeant. 
No, by the way, if you get selected for a CSM, congratulations. But you're going to go back through this executive portion and you're still going to get run through the gauntlet again, right? Uh, because it's important. Yeah. It's important. And I think that's, that's a model that you see now in the Army for uh, uh, the Battalion Commander Assessment Program. Uh, it's kind of modeled off of uh, our, our intermediate level education, our, our uh, ILE RASP that we yeah. run, and then uh, our, our selection program. So it's like, hey, is the Army selecting the best battalion commanders and then uh, brigade commanders? And then now they're starting to do it for uh, the sergeant major assessment program. Uh, hey, are we putting the best uh, sergeant majors in, in the position to, to lead alongside those battalion or brigade commanders? It's, in my opinion, awesome. Because if someone told, comes up to you and says, like, hey, we're going we're gonna to check you, right? Somebody, you, you may, you're like, oh, man, right? But if it's routine, then it's just like, this is what we've always done, mm -hmm. right? And it, it's, it's just, it is what it is. Yeah. Uh, and, but you have to show that we're willing to take care of you and not fire you. Yeah, it's not just invasive. It is information at this point yeah. you're, you're yeah. not just digging into somebody to dig into no. them. you're no. you're learning something about yeah. them to help them to yeah. bolster them as a professional yeah because i'm not great like I, i'm not the greatest thing since sliced bread uh and i want that feedback i want people to say like hey uh hey this is so this is what what you said this is what we're doing this is how we think you, you could do it better and like i said earlier leave your ego at the door because if you're not trying to get yourself better every day and learn from all walks of life and, and professionals who are obviously doing that for you, uh, it's probably time to hang it up and go do something else, right? Uh, so that's, that's, uh, that's part of some of the things that we do within our formation. Our cog and, you know, we've got, I think we got it right with our cognitive coaches, our strength coaches, our, our chaplains, our military family life counselors. I know I'm missing our athletic trainers, uh, co-locating most of them together. Uh, so I see, I see Brett working out. He's been happy. He's been getting after it. Hey, he's kind of been bumming around. Who am I going to talk to? Am I talk to the chaplain? I'll probably end up talking to the shrink coach first, right? And then the shrink coach is like, hey, Brett's uh, he's been sucking a little bit. Been kind of, hey, why don't you come in and talk, right? But well, I'm totally going to go do that. But like, as you consolidate those things, you see those folks talk, and and you can they develop a team. That's right, yeah. and it's just the the special sauce and where you where you put people matters. So that's uh, that's done pretty well. Uh, obviously, if I had it my way, I would I would have ten thousand more of those people. I'd have one per squad. I'd have one per company, right? Uh, you know, because uh, they're they're worth their weight in gold. Physical therapists getting our folks back. We got some people that have, that have served this organization for a long time. That 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 are just the our civilian staff. All those things like that are just what what makes this this place so great and. Uh, they're, they're special to us as well. I think what you've outlined there, there's been discussion um, in other formats and stuff where people have said, you know, we do a great job building up the soldier by getting them through basic the right way, advanced training, yeah. what they learn within the unit and everything else. But we don't do a great job necessarily in helping them through getting out of the service in the same type of intensity. What you've done is said, no, we're going to do that because we recognize that through that process, there's going to be normal wear and tear that's going yeah. to take place. That's right. Changing the oil, tires, whatever. Tire the and so you start Maybe a paint job. You stay here 25 years. Right? <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah. So 
you you did the right thing and how you just laid that out no it has to start in the very beginning it has to that's be right. part of the fabric part of the thread of the organization right. so then people don't notice it's evasive because it's not evasive that's it's right. normal to, if if you ever run a company a business an army unit whatever there's two things you must do very well outside of like your core tasks, whether you're selling paper like Dunder Mifflin or you're like shooting, shooting and jumping at airplanes like the Ranger Regiment. If you don't onboard your personnel and have a thoughtful onboarding everything, like nuts the bowl, what does it look like day one when you show up? Who's briefing? Who's saying what? Like in your unit, not installation, not like big Dunder Mifflin, right? Uh, but in in your stuff, if you if you don't have that, uh, you're losing day one. Imagine like being the guy that's like you're supposed to show up and get on the computer day one. You don't even have a computer. No one's around. No one even knows who you are because they didn't even know you got hired, right? Uh, I mean, there's so many pitfalls with that. So yep. like, you have to have that. We have that. Uh, we continue to refine it every single day. Uh, nothing's perfect, right? We're, we continue to work on that. Uh, that is in our guidance to every single battalion command team is you will have a, we call it RSOI, reception stage and armor movement integration. That's what the Army calls it, another acronym. Um, and then you have to have, uh, you have to off-board folks, off-ramp folks appropriately. You have to. What's, what feedback mechanism do you get? Because if I asked you for feedback on the way in, you'd be like, this is the greatest place in the world. Even though, like, your integration was horrible. Because you're not going to tell your boss that your integration was horrible. You're just ready to get to work and hope you not get fired. Mm -hmm. But, like, on the way out, feedback's free. Right? So, like, what kind of feedback are you getting about your formation that you can make it better? And what, what systems do you have to, like, to make your formation better? And then, oh, man, like, here's a person that just spent five years, ten years, fifteen years, whatever. Four years. I don't care. And what are they doing next? And how can I make them better and prepare them for their next stage of their life, whatever that may be? Why wouldn't we do that? Because that person's going to go out to wherever they're going to live. Hey, what do? Oh, you served in the Range Rangers. What was it like? Narratives, yours to tell. All right. So it's it's super important. It's super important, and uh, try to do the best we can every single day uh, doing that. Because uh, we're a people business. Yeah. Now you're taking care of your, what you're right. describing is taking care of the soldier. That's right. You know, That's right. inside, outside the holistic approach, yeah. taking mm -hmm. care of the soldier. Cause it's yeah. an important. Yeah. We're, I mean, we're going to, we're going to rip them away from their spouse and no notice, uh, put their phones in a bag and tell them they can't use it. And you may not talk to them for a couple months. So we may want to have some systems in place to make sure we, we receive these individual our, our new members appropriately, get them all the things and systems and processes they need uh, in the event that we rip them out and, and they don't get to see their loved one for a long time. Yeah. I got to remind my wife, like, hey, babe, I'm still on the hook. You know, I may get blown out and have to do do something. This is how you pay the bills. Right. <laughs> you know, it's all good. So we're going to switch gears for a second. Somebody uh, who remembered you from the past, of course, first talked sure. about um, how great of a leader that you are yeah, and, and how you made him, an impression. I, I already know you're talking about. I already gave him 20 bucks. To tell me <laughs> I'm not give <laughs> but they did ask for you to share some great stories, uh, you know, deep back in history. They said mm -hmm. for history's sake. Um, yeah. So what's, what comes to mind? There's a bunch of stories that uh, I, I shouldn't tell. There's a bunch of stories I should tell. Uh, I'll give you one that's pretty funny. Uh, 
combat related, but still still funny enough. So I got a got a brand. Uh, it wasn't a brand. I, platoon leader that I have. Uh, we'll call him Stu. Uh, Stu was my platoon leader. I trusted him explicitly. He trusted me. I had uh, four phenomenal squad leaders that have gone on to do phenomenal things. Uh, now in their in their army career, just retired one of them two weeks ago, after you know twenty some odd years. Uh, phenomenal guy. We're, we're uh, in this town in, in eastern uh, Iraq. Uh, that, so we're going in to get one bad guy, one house, you know, in and out. We're going to offset uh, the helicopters, silently walk in. You know, everybody wants to go to the X and smash it and rock and roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, the cops are bad in this town, super bad town. There's a firefight there the day before. You got to go get this guy, yada, yada, yada. So we're like, okay. So we, we offset our helicopters. We, we start walking in. The streets are real narrow. Uh, two-story buildings on, along both sides. And right before we get to the to the building, there's like this rock pile. And it's like probably 2 o'clock in the morning. And uh, typically you use the, you know, cover of darkness. In the middle of the night, everyone's asleep. Sneak in. A little snatch and grab. Rock and roll. Be good to go. Not on this one. Everyone's awake. Everyone's awake. Uh, we're posted up in an L shape outside of this person's house. And I'm like, no, oh, man, my platoon leader's like one block over. He can see me. He can see my, my team leader climb on top of the, uh, you know, their outhouses on the outside. The lady who, you know, that lived in the house, the walks out and goes into the bathroom. And she's like going to the bathroom while he's laying on top with his gun. Uh, my platoon leader's like, hey, what, what are we doing? What are we doing? I'm like, shh, 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 hang on. So I grabbed the turp and I, I'm sitting there looking and thinking and I was like, this, nothing is going to go well here. Bad town, bad cops. There's cops are like, you know, posted up right around the, around the corner. We, we know that they're bad through intelligence that we, we get. We got the firefight there that, uh, that morning. So I was like, all right, I grabbed my turp and I said, hey, I want you to ring the doorbell. He's like, you want me to do what? So I want you to ring the doorbell. And when the guy comes to the door and he opens it, because he's going to open it because that's, you know, Americans would tell you to go away. Muslims are like, open up the door and like to invite you inside if you're another Muslim, right? So so he opens up the door, get out of the way. And he's like, oh, I got you. I got you, Sergeant Jay. Like, all right, sweet. So I tell the squad leaders and then my, in the command net, my, my PL's like, hey, what are you doing? I was like, hey, we're good. I was like, hang on. I was like, you guys got this? Good. Hey, we're going to ring the doorbell. Right? <laughs> And he's like, you're going to do what? He's like, the jock's calling. You know, I think, uh, uh, I want to say it was now General Menace uh, was the battalion commander at the time. So Brian Menace. I'm like 100% sure. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, so they're calling like, hey, what the heck is Charlie Company 2nd Platoon doing right now? And... uh, so the guy, they started watching on overhead. They watched this guy come out. They watched the door open up. They watched him get smoked, uh, punched, right? Uh, and then we bum-rushed the house. We get, so that was the dad or whatever. He was not collaborating with the, with the, with the other guy. We get the, the targeted individual. We get the guy, uh, wrap it all up. And as we're doing that, it was super quiet. Uh, you know, the wife didn't scream. She, you know, typically if they were screaming, it was like, probably, you know, they were, they were probably bad, but if they weren't screaming, they were like, I told my husband he should have done that stuff anyway, right? So, like, <laughs> right. They, you know? And uh, so and then I'd look. So, like, that was super successful. Um, I think my PL, uh, Stu, uh, f- 
love him to death. I think he was like, you're crazy. I can't believe we're doing this. Like, I was like, I got this. Just trust me. I thank him to this day for trusting me. I thank my squatters and the, and the NCOs out there for like, do like trusting me as well. And like, you know, thinking outside the box. Cause like, I think yeah. today, like, uh, sometimes we put ourselves in this, this is the way we have to do it. Um, and then the best part was as we're wrapping it all up, uh, about to move on out of there. Uh, I look over and there's one of my squatters. I'll call him Austin. And he's sitting down and he's on the computer in the house that they had a computer in there. And that's why they were all up around. And I'm like, what are they doing? They were literally playing U.S. Army Rangers on the computer. No, no, they weren't. Can't make it up. You can't make it up. They weren't playing Navy SEALs. (laughs) They were were playing U.S. Army Rangers on there. And I was like, no, it's not. He's like, look. I was like, that's pretty incredible. We got to go. Let's go. So wrapped everything up. Went out of the house. We go back, land in Baghdad. And uh, as we land the helicopters, I'm looking and uh, I'm like, oh, man, that's the battalion commander. And uh, I think uh, First Sergeant Albertson was Sergeant Major Albertson, First Sergeant Albertson. And he's like, hey, the battalion commander wants to talk to you. I'm like, "Uh oh, he's like, hey, what did you do? All we saw was like, yada, yada, yada. I was like, sir, I rang the doorbell. (laughs) He's like, no, you didn't. I was like, can't make it up. I was like, and they were playing U.S. Army Rangers on their computer when we went in. He's like, no, they weren't. I was like, yes, they were. Rangers of the way, got the TI, moved out, went back to our base and called it a night. There's going to be a new module now in the game yeah. where you ring the doorbell yeah. and you get That's some. That's right. That's right. And somebody comes up and then you. Yeah. It's like cross between like U.S. Army Rangers and Grand Theft Auto. Don't support it. That's a great story. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so what's your favorite book that uh, you've either yeah. reading or that you've yeah, read? Too. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, code over conduct pretty incredible uh, I, won't, I won't spoil it but it's uh, it's about accountability and culture okay really really good really really good second one is uh, uh, the all blacks it's uh, oh geez uh, like the rugby team the yes. all blacks yeah. okay. like yeah. the New Zealand all blacks yes yeah like the winningest team on yeah. the face of the planet what's yeah, like, like the, Haka what's the name of the book yeah. oh yeah yeah uh, just, just awesome, and you can you can take that model and uh, and and put it to anything, and it, it it works. It's like really really good, but uh, Code Over Country is a newer one that's pretty pretty incredible. Definitely check that yeah, out. I'm always country. looking for yeah. new books, leadership, and I'm sure other uh, yeah. others are as yeah, well. So. That's a good one. Okay, that's a good one. Definitely yep. take your word for it. Yep. So what would you say to our listeners um, or even those that are watching sure. who are thinking about coming to the regiment? Why should they? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> Simple yeah. enough. Yeah. Uh, I was a young man looking for adventure, looking for some discipline, didn't really know what I wanted. Uh, what I found was like so much more than that. Uh I walk amongst giants every single day. Uh, I learned how to be a man. Not that my father didn't teach me how to be a man, but uh, I learned how to how to win in, in the face of adversity. Uh, I have friends that I that I'll call friends for the rest of my life, and it's a uh, it's a place where uh, you know your service and sacrifice is honored every single day, and and we honor those that uh, that have come before us. I walked in. I'll, I'll say this. I walked into the gym yesterday, uh, our human forms training center, walked in there and there's the special troops battalion, Sergeant Major Smith leading the way. And, uh, he's got a hero workout. He's got, so one of our fallen up on the, on there, and there's about 40 people in there, uh, doing their movement prep before they, 
they do this really tough, gritty workout, and then he brings everybody around and talks about the young ranger who was killed in action in 2009, and then uh, then they go about their day. Uh, wow! And 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 you get to you get to live amongst people like that every single day. Why, why wouldn't you want to be here? It's a it's a it's a phenomenal place. Sorry, Major, we appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule coming yeah, in here absolutely. to share your yeah, words of wisdom. Absolutely. You guys have been great. Well, thank you so much. Yeah. And uh, we look forward to another opportunity, actually, where we maybe sit down with you and talk about uh, the upcoming transition. Yeah. Because uh, one day it's coming. It is coming. It is coming. <laughs> maybe yeah. we can help out with that. That'd be great. Thanks so much again. Yeah, thank you. Rangers lead the way.